Welcome back to Cogumentative, where we're broadcasting live from Concourse SA. I'm your host, Thomas Faulkner from the Sunday Times, and as usual, I'm joined by Mark Paluta and Adav Ravid. And Mike is not here because Mike is doing, I don't know, he's a bodyguard, apparently. Yeah, he's a bodyguard. He's someone's bodyguard. He's looking yeah. after someone. Or he's doing a cash and transit drive. Yeah. Something he, like that. He's, he's security or something. He's sort. like that yeah. Ray Donovan guy. What's his name? Yeah, Ray Donovan. Lieb Schreiber. That's it. Yeah. Whatever you thought, it, whatever it was, was more important than being here. Exactly. So. But it's not because Concourse SA. It's brilliant. It's quite a thing. If you like, if you OCD about cars, and you never take it out because they get dirty. Yeah. But like me, really. So you trailer your car everywhere. Yeah. And look at it. Exactly. But forget how to drive it. Yeah, correct. And okay. if you do try, it won't start because it hasn't been turned over in like two years. So wastefulness, basically. Yeah. But what a lovely setting. Fantastic day. Sun is shining. This is. Spring is today the first. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow's the first. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is almost spring day in Joburg at Stain City. Flipping lovely. And I would just like to say, Stain City has got the best grass I've ever seen. It's unbelievable. It thick and I green think, and oh, luxurious. I think we've spoken about the grass more than we have about yeah. the cars. Like. I thought you were maybe talking about recreational. <laughs> you mean the, the underfoot grass? Yeah. Oh, I see. I like the lawn. I just want to go barefoot. The lawn. I mean, lawn. I'm, you know, I think I'm ready, ready to call it lawn. Oh. Everyone's looking at you weird when you're talking about your grass. Hey, that's like the next. Lord. That's the next place to. School. Anyway, <laughs> but it is um, amazing. Yeah. No, thanks for for organising producer Page mm. uh, for getting us here, and thanks to Concourse SA for having us and hosting yeah. us. Lovely. Uh, it is quite beautiful looking out over Joburg, and uh, the sun is out, as we said, and there's some beautiful. Metal Thomas here. says his guns out. He literally has his guns. Oh. My, my pins. Sun's out. Guns oh, we've out. We've seen his calves for the first time in about <laughs> my dainty yeah, ankles. Yeah. I think it's the first time he's but seen his some, calves. Uh, there's some serious metal here today, don't you think? Yeah, other than is. your other than your guns. Yeah. Well, there are, there's um, some proper cars. What uh, for me a highlight would probably be the 300 SL Roadster. Yep. Unbelievable car. I think it's owned by Mr. Scribanti. That's oh, an yeah, absolutely is. lovely yeah. thing. And yeah, we've got some friends we'll be talking to in, in the coming segments about the process of restoration and the process of judging a restoration. Thomas, what's a Concord? Yeah, tell Concord. us. Concord. Uh, well, from my understanding, so it's probably wrong. Um, it's basically, um, it's like a, a, comp- it's a competition where originality, so you bring your car here, and if it's clean and original, hasn't been mucked with, you know, do you think that's a perfect a t- specimen? I don't think yeah. so. You know, it's the search for the perfect specimen. It is. So, how, however, factory originality. That, yeah. So, as the factory would have made it. So, in some cases, the closest to new. New. Yeah, closest possible, to new. Yeah. But I think in some cases we get better than new. We do. That's better. Another, that's another discussion. Yeah, altogether. better than what the factory could have produced. But I mean, for someone who's listening to this who doesn't even know what concourse this yeah. is. Yeah. Um, you know, also, you bring your car, you bring a restoration, you bring a 50, 60, 70 year old car that's in theory going to be judged about how indistinguishable from new it is. Yeah. I think that's, um, I think it's that's what your point is. Yes. Yeah. And so you, you're showing off your wares, as it were. Mm. A lot of effort goes into making these cars so perfect, yeah. both mechanically and in terms of getting them clean and detailed. Um, and it's a, I mean, it's a whole. It's so, a whole other aspect of classic car so, world. So, is what is the point? Course. Some people might ask. Well, why? I'm, I'm why not do you want to? Sure. It's kind of like I a think, pissing contest. No, it's like, <laughs> like, I have the ultimate. I have the ultimate. It's I, a bit of, of that, ultimate, but yeah. obviously, with 
it's like mine's with better the than triumph yours. at the concourse comes value yeah it's also I think true. Yeah. these things are and most of the cars we're looking at now are very expensive collectible cars and I think the the higher you score in a competition like this the more valuable inevitably your car becomes I think yeah. there's something to that you know you know you add it to the car's history file and it was the concourse winner yep. of 2019 and if people understand what the concourse is and which concourse you want it yeah that's, that's worth uh, it says something about your car if it was judged by other car people to be so there's it's which you could almost buy it uh, sight unseen yeah. knowing that it had been judged by the correct people yeah. and it was that good so there yeah. is in fact a team of judges who walks around and you they know, wear white bowler hats they do and, and they Panama, hats. Panama, Panama hats, hats. Yeah. Panama hats and they look at each car and they open and close all the doors and push all the buttons and they make sure that it's as close as it's supposed to be to the original and yeah. all the right stickers are there under the hood and yeah. on the you know the they door jams they start them they do start them right? uh, I think they have to start the do you think they have to depends on the concourse I think it depends on the rules okay uh, well, I saw them trying to start a But it's nothing about driving. Out. In the end, it's nothing about driving. No, nothing about driving. No. It's Which just is, literally the it's engine very does not have to be connected Which, to the wheels. No, yeah. it makes me feel very <laughs> weird. Yeah, it, it does. does. It's like, it's just like, you know, it's like going to a, um, a Miss South Africa or something like that. You so, know, so she, 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 she might not be able to cook. <laughs> oh That's brilliant. But she Thomas. looks, but she looks, she looks so. She looks fantastic in a bikini. Yeah, but the, for some people, so that's all that's important. You know. So what they should be doing? People are not like us with depth who look for more in a, in a lady. So, so they should do yeah. the the concourse judging, and then they should have a quarter mile, mm. and we should do <laughs> yeah, mm. we should do time trials or something. Well, yeah. Pebble Beach, which yeah. is the jewel in the crown of jewels in the crown of concourse yeah um insists that all the cars are driven on really yeah and we know some of these cars have been trailered here yeah. so that's so that's an interesting yeah, thing interesting. is that you know what you're looking at works which is they should which makes it that. more it just makes it on, more honest it does you know, yeah and it i agree it, yes it's brilliant looking but it's still got you under its own steam and I yeah think that's agreed it, you know. um what's also interesting i mean i was i went to lamar once and there was a, a concourse there and um, the car that won was actually this car that was knackered. It had no paint. It was, it, you know, it had been stripped down to its body shell. It was bare, basically. It was really? like a barn find. And this car won because it was, it was original. deemed to be original, yeah, even yeah. though it was, it was completely. So it's obviously like, in a certain class. Weather beaten, exactly. But, but that brings us to the point that in, in any concourse, there's a there's a system of classes and so depending on which class you enter so if that was a, a preservation all, class it went all out it's unusual to be an yeah. overall winner an but a preservation one. class is a real thing where you know you, you rather try and preserve the patina that we speak yep. about so much and, and exactly. present it as good as it can be yeah we've had a we've had a done a podcast around patina in fact and uh, a good example is the Rolls Royce that's just down the hill from us oh yeah um, it's a 30s yeah. Rolls Royce um, that was a barn find a yeah. true barn find uh, all the paint is peeling off uh, yeah, and the what they're saying naked. is yeah the seats are knackered there's spiders all over the place and what they're saying is that by the next year's concourse they want it to be completely really? restored really? So oh that's brilliant that they brought it here quite interesting, yeah. show it like it is now yeah, yeah. lovely so we, well we're actually going to interview someone who's done exactly that to yes. a car that he found in a barn in Natal and he's turned it into a car for the lawns here today which will be very cool. Well, should we go and yeah. uh, let's go find it. Take some. a walk let's around find and it. speak to some people. Look at some the, cars. The finery and the good-looking folks. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, let's see. Cool. Listen, we'll we'll uh, chat again out in the field shortly. Hey guys. 
This icon is racist. For the latest political news and in-depth discussion and analysis on events making headlines in South Africa's socio-political space. Join myself, Amil Amral, and my comrades from the Sunday Times Politics Desk for our Sunday Times Politics Weekly Podcast. You can find new weekly episodes on the Times Live website every Wednesday. This is not a ship. Can you please come in? Welcome back to Car Argumentative. We've been walking through the field looking at some cars and we found a man called Matt Creeve. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Nice Excellent. to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining us here in the Concourse Lounge. Matt's already a fan of the show. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. first. Fantastic. That's all he listens <laughs> to. At least we've got one fan. Yeah. yeah, we have that one. Yeah. He wants our autograph afterwards. Exactly. Autographs. So, Matt, we found you uh, because you've got, you've got a car that, that Nadav quite likes, apparently. Do I? Yeah, that's what you Have I converted me. him to force No. Nadav's yeah. oh, actually uh, the biggest. I, uh, I'm he was not sure secretly about this. He was like, listen, listen. I'm not sure about I this. Don't know about I, this. I believe you. I believe that is due, true. He due just don't want to to Matt, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. Really. He's not converted yet. No. He actually asked Matt to sell it. Him earlier, yeah. Show me the <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what is uh, it, Matt? Yeah, tell us so about it. Matt's exhibiting. Matt's actually one of the exhibitors. He is. He yeah, so it's my car. first concourse South Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay, come up from uh, the beautiful part of the country just to visit you guys here. <laughs> when the thin no in the thin air. What do you think about this grass, by the way? Fantastic, kind of fantastic. <laughs> but uh, the car looks good on the grass. It's a it's a 1956 T1A. Which is uh, Porsche, yeah, Porsche, Porsche 356, which is known as a Beehive A because it's the last year where they had the little Beehive round rear lights. What is a T? What, I mean, I've never heard T T T1 T2. So to effectively, it. when the first 356 yeah. was was released, they called it the 356. Yes. They then released a 356 A. Okay. And then in the marketplace, there was confusion because people would say, "I've got a 356," and they say, "A." Well, then the, the terminology pre A was sort of born from that. Okay. And then from there on, Porsche used the T2 for the B, and, and oh. it's quite complicated. It's not as linear as you'd expect. Okay. And then it went, really. yeah, and then yeah. and then Same it went to T5Bs, and then T6 effectively was the. So C. when did the first okay, 356 come out? What, 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 well, I mean, we've start? just been through that whole discussion with this Type 64 that was auctioned. Oh yes, okay. Uh, no, but badly, that was but from the Ford. That was a pre. That was a pre Porsche car, but yeah, the, the yeah. first one was the 48 Gamun cars. The, ah, yes. 48. Yeah. Okay. So everything from 48 to 55 was pre-A. Okay. Became known as pre-A. And yours is a 56. Correct. So okay. it's a Type 1A. Yeah. Okay. So it's a right-hand drive. It's a coupe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of pre-A components, but it's obviously the upgraded A motor. They changed the, the motors. What became. Well, it went 13 and 1500s up to ah. 1600. The gearbox mounts changed from a single weird mount on the side to double mounts. Okay. And there are lots of little nuances that change through the time. Okay. So the Porsche evolution is there. Yeah, the evolution is there. The DNA is very clear. Anyone who hasn't, who loves Porsche and hasn't watched the Made by Hand documentary made on by hand. 356 factory tour in 1960 with Ferry, um, watch it. It's unbelievable. Forty-five okay. minutes. I haven't watched it. So where you can watched. see how handmade these cars were. I mean, you see the guy painting in inverted commas the seam seal on it. It's an old man with a bucket of tar yeah. and a stick, and he's whacking this oh, really? seam seal on no, the bottom of the car. It's a fantastic that. video. And Is it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. Okay. I must so if you haven't seen it, definitely yeah. check What's it. What's it called out. again? Made by Made hand. Made by hand. Okay. Yeah, we'll check, check that out. And that's the that's the essence of. 
the discovery process for me was this restoration is that a lot of the stuff doesn't fit like Lego like yeah. you know it's handmade the lead work you can see once you've stripped the paint you can see where the doors were leaded up to make the lines vaguely uh, straight everything is you know it's, it's reasonable it's a very fancy production process for its time but it is and handmade and the end result is good it's handmade it takes a hand, lot of correct. hand beating and, and so uh, sometimes you try to get something you think what well, you find a bolt that's that's cut off and all gnarled at the end and you think someone just put a, the wrong bolt in here but then you go through the, the the diagrams and the workshop manuals and you find out that to clear the firewall and whatever that bolt had to do it was much longer than its end size oh, really? so it was in the workshop manual it says cut off roughly <laughs> cut off roughly man. and dab with black paint so this is this actually we were discussing it before you, you came on we were saying how some of these cars have been over restored yeah, so to, a big to better than factory yeah mm. and what you're saying is with enough research you can get it to actual actual factory spec personally I would rather replace things that technology has given us that are better than the originals. Oh, really? Okay. So some of the, for lead, for example, is is not a great. It's I mean, Pillow, it does yeah. what it does what it's needed to do at the time perfectly, but it does. You do find rust around it. It is heavy. It is harder to work. So you with. use a more modern filler. So the modern toxic. fillers are yeah much less toxic, much easier to work with, much lighter, much less likely to rust. Interesting that you or introduce that rust. Yeah. Makes sense. But though. but uh, you know there are people who swear against it. So your car specifically that you yeah. use now, we see the end product, but mm. it's a result of a long, I think, three-year three process. process Where is it from? I mean, is it like a family heirloom, or did you find so it? So we found it in, uh, three cars were found in, in the owner's possession in, in Natal. Yeah. They were shopped around at the time because the market was heating up for Porsche, and especially for the older ones, but the cars were in dire, dire straits. In the sense that they hadn't been properly stored, a lot of rust. Yeah, being in case The earliest car was quite a rare a cabrio. Was so badly rusted that when they were moved out of the storage um, barn for want of a like shelter, the car fell apart into four pieces, really crumbled to wow. the ground. So they, the quarters were there and the floor had completely disappeared. I remember seeing the pedals hanging underneath the car. Oh no! But there's no floor anywhere around oh, there. Okay. This car was was complete and that's why for me it worked out quite well because to find the pieces that are correct for that year and for that model is very difficult but there was a lot of body work to be done and most people walked away from it so I most probably was the last guy to see the thing but I was in love with the shape I always have been you know I had an XK 120 in the family when I was growing up and there was a beaten up Porsche 356 which had the same kind of ethos those lovely curves and lines yeah. and I always wanted to sort of drive but it was never drivable and so when I saw these I thought selling us on the idea eh? no I mean I'm starting to like it more the art the art is there I mean yeah. it's definitely a more artistic looking car than any of the 911s yeah I kind of see that I I used to be a big fan of the of the Speedster. I suppose I still am. Yeah, the Speedster's a great car. Yeah. I mean, that kind of has the whole, like, James Dean, kind of, kind of like, Hollywood, so the, L.A. But the Speedster you know. was a was a, a lower-price model, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a pared-down model specifically yeah. for racing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That the main importer, the U.S. importer, Max Hoffman, convinced yes. Porsche to, yeah, to build. Yeah. 
great. Uh, look, do you um, own any other Porsches? Nine and so 11, this was the beginning of a little bit okay. of a, let's call it a, a type of 356 measles, because I then <laughs> I, I, I then ended up taking the other car found yeah. in the barn, which was a C, also very complete, less body work to be done, but missing uh, more parts than this car was missing. So the decision there, the idea was to to take both cars and do them at the same time so yeah. that we learned the language and, and could apply what we learned from each car to each other and do it once. So we did both bo- cars stripped at the same time, both cars bodywork at the same time, both cars. And then once it got to final fitment and painting, we let them split apart. But that whole process, that learning curve, we tried to use for both cars at the same time. But because that, was that, a right call? that was a good call, yeah. but uh, it, it, it made the assumption that there was a lot more similarities than there are differences, and that's oh, the really? problem. You can be lulled into, for example, the right-hand drive mechanism in these cars. If you look at the birth certificate or what they call the Cardex, which was a typewritten document in the factory for each car, the number, color, first owner, where it was delivered. So that, A, for example, was one of few cars delivered to Africa delivered to Nairobi, Kenya, really? 1956 to a doctor by, uh, by a, a dealer called the Cooper Motor Corporation. Wow. That, that all data is all captured there. And uh, that's why the COAs that we get sometimes from Porsche, apparently not so much anymore, are quite valuable. They've got a lot of that information, but they don't have all the information. But that Cardex educates you quite a lot. And one of the things on there, it says in German, right-hand drive. That was an option. So the right-hand drive mechanism in these cars is completely foreign. It's a, you know, between the, the A and the C. Yeah. Well, between anything else we've ever seen. There's a special bracket made. And uh, it adapts the way the accelerator works. And, uh, and it's different between the A and the C. Yeah. So we couldn't find this thing on the C. And we're like, how does this thing work? But the truth is it had changed completely. That uh, okay. improved the engineering. So okay. it can mislead you sometimes. Yeah. So the but the key, there's only one. The, the key takeaway for me, if I ever had to impart advice to someone trying to do this, is get the parts book for that car from that year, mm. not the PT off the internet, which is a generalized yeah. thing that's lost in time. It's it's specific. Whatever you have to pay, it's worth it. Whether it's five, six, eight hundred dollars to get the parts book for that car for that year. Amazing. Because all these tiny nuances are in there, and that's where you spend time. Getting it. Either waste time or, or, or you get it right. So, okay. you, you've, you've got, you brought, so that was now the end of this three year process from finding yeah. it in. So, three years, two cars and, done. And uh, you so can you tell us a little bit more about bringing it up to Johannesburg, getting it ready for something like showing it at a Yeah, the concourse. I mean, this is my first concourse at this level. I've obviously done show and shine sort of concourses that the Porsche Club does and also we've got concourse events inside the Porsche Club which you know you take off the wheel and you exhibit the calipers to make sure everything's correct this is unique in the sense that the judges can't be experts on the car to the same level that we are yeah they aren't because they have to be generalists some of them are so Tony Vaughan who's restored many of these cars is walking around and he was actually a judge and he pointed out, you know, this is weird that this is there. And I said, no, but the T1 doesn't have a tow hook. Uh-huh. So from the T2, there's a tow hook underneath the car. And the whole battery box is differently shaped. The battery's been in a different place. So This is a guy who's, who's restored them and you're still educating him. Well, every you know, that's the thing about these yeah, it's, there's so much tiny little substrates well, as they were developing the car so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now, Tony didn't know about that uh, the, the, um, 
tow thing. I mean, can you imagine one of the the, the sure. Healy guys or one of the yeah, Austin, exactly. one of the Rolls Royce guys? It's going to, so it's, sure. it's weird from that point of view. You're not sure exactly how they're going to judge it. But okay. personally, my belief is that. Well, they should. They should be a little track, and we should take them around for a ride. We were just saying that. We were just saying that. That's how it should work. Yeah, we were saying. I mean, that, that's driving. lovely to look yeah. at how they look. The goal of the concourse, in their mind, is to to see the cars as they would have come off the showroom floor. Yeah. So if you've got your invoice, you've got your service book, driver's manual, workshop manual, whatever you could have got from the factory, that's what they want to see. In in the case of the Porsches, it's quite funny. Uh, you, I sort of remember this from when I was a kid. The the, the service book had vouchers in it, like coupons. Oh, yes, yeah. So I've got, yeah. I've just got this like an old used checkbook, you know, like stubs, the, the yeah. stubs are there. <laughs> then there's nothing else. Yeah, uh, yeah that's interesting. Um, because yeah. the vouchers were obviously handed into Lindsay Saker. But um, yeah, that's really interesting. I like that. But I, I do agree with you that you should be driving them. I think it. I because think it would add a great. We don't even know. Like all. we were saying, is the drive shafts are connected? You know. Yeah. Well, you do have to. So the first part of the event is after registration. You do have to drive the two kilometres in oh, do to you? the venue. Okay, so you taught oh, us okay. something. So okay. if you can't make that, you don't continue. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So those drive shafts are connected. Yeah. 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 Barely. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was pedaling under the floor. <laughs> I thought you had fixed all the rest so yeah. you yeah. couldn't get through. Yeah. No, really, that's interesting, Matt. You've taught us a lot. Yeah, we have, yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's, the, that's part of Lee, uh, partly why we always get so in- interested in this process because we do learn stuff every yeah. time. I mean, so, when I finished polishing the card three days ago in Cape Town, I looked at it and I thought, that's as good as it can be. Once you get up here and it's in the sun and you start going through fine, fine details, like literally, not specks of dust because it's windy and whatever, but little bits of polish left here or there or little bits of chrome where it's peeling or you see, you see the whole car in a different light, yeah. partly because some of the other cars are so brilliantly prepared, yeah. like right. unbelievable so detail. And, and so like this SL300 or 190 over there, yeah. it's barely, barely been you know, driven. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you can to see be it. fair, it yeah. is driven. It is driven. No, 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 I'm, no I'm sorry. I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah. it's not yeah. a car that was left in a in a garage no. with a leaky roof for no, 30 years. Right. And uh, so you can see the quality of a car that's never been, that's restored, never been restored, but been beautifully kept, yes, like an old sure. Rolls. Or, yeah. And then the, the how you see your own car changes and you realize all the tiny flaws. And, it and it's true it. that you're never done. You're never done. It'll never be finished. I think that's why, if you're smart about this process, you say you do one or two concourse, and then you start driving the car and enjoy it. Absolutely. And I've got a a one-owner B, which I found very luckily, partly through this process, because I integrated into the whole 356 community, and someone phoned me up and said, listen, my great-grandfather's got this car that's been left in the family. No one's driving it. So I, I lucked into this car. It drives beautifully. It's got cracks. It's got paint scratches. It's got chipped um, wheels, but it drives perfectly. Yeah, and, so and ropey. Yeah, ropey <laughs> might be, but not quite as ropey as a 911T that's you know, been overdriven. But uh, but the point is, I don't mind any of that because the no, patina is perfect exactly and right. it drives beautifully. Yeah. But we have this sort point of, home on the show all the time, mm. and in the end, we think patina. Yeah. And enjoying what it's designed for, which is the drive, ultimately uh, sort of outranks this sort of concourse scenario. Well, but so, so the do you view think I've got is that you, if you do a restoration, bring it to the concourse after the restoration. Yeah. 
you'll get some very fair fit of cri- yeah, criticism feedback. If you want to correct that and then go to another concourse, that's fine. But it's done, and then start enjoying the car. And you, the truth is, you will never come back to the concourse with the car once you've driven. We're doing a, no, you're a right. little. Can I do a punt and little advert? Well, yeah, please. Whatever. We're doing a, We're sure, trying please. to get thirty cars together to do a six to eight date tour of the Cape in March next year. Lovely. Stuttgart has said if we can get twenty cars together, they'll send a official photographer down, and they'd love to document Let us know. it. We'd be keen. Well, you, know, it's only f- this is the key four cylinders, Mark. Oh, oh no, okay. we don't so do that. Nine one two. We've got a nine one two in restoration. Perfect. Do you think that um, Thomas should be driving his SC? Is it safe to drive? I mean, it's the kind of car you can use, especially without the, the hydraulic t- chain tensioners. <laughs> we said this before. <laughs> <laughs> SC means short range. Oh, okay. So I thought we meant Super Carrera. Okay, <laughs> I mean, let's say the you know the judges are out of earshot. Mm. Okay. Let's you know let, bring out bring out your peacock feathers. Why why is your car Good a concourse winner? Well, it's the time. It's the time, and it's the understanding when you do it that you're doing it to get it as right so I've never done a restoration like this all the work I've always done has been to make my 964s the kind of cars I wanted them to be yeah GT3s effectively but with air cooled motors so I it's a very um, it's a very useful rationalization to have because if, if there's something missing on the car that's expensive you can say, well, I don't need power steering. Yeah. I'll come up with a better solution. <laughs> I mean, the, the 997 yeah. Cup car used uh, an Opel Cadet power steering pump. I'll That's put the fine. same thing in. and uh, yeah. So you get a weight. But whereas for this one, I just decided, let, let's see what it's really about. Let's do it. as, And that means, unfortunately, for example, this car, we've sprayed three times. Okay. The first time, we thought sure. we had it great. We unfortunately used the right paint and everything. We got a batch of of um, spot putty that was bad. It got recalled three months later. They called us. They said, you need to not really? use that stuff. We said, we've used it already. They and said, well, if anything happens, call oh. us. Three months later, we started getting all this popping around. Oh the, the paint. So luckily, Glazerit stood by their word. They replaced the paint and they gave us something to redo it. But, but now, at but that now point, we had to re- you disassemble the whole car. Yeah. Yeah. So we had late. to take everything oh off. Obviously, we didn't take the drive shafts and everything out, which made meant we weren't spraying on a rotisserie, but that wasn't a problem. Because it was the same colors. So. And then in assembly, unfortunately, you just make mistakes. Things happen. Yeah. Someone tries to do something by themselves and a screwdriver slips and all of a sudden you've got a dent and uh, yeah. silver metallic silver doesn't blend so easily so that's what it's about it's, it's about the amount of work and unfortunately if you don't I think you do get rewarded if you get that work right the problem is if you don't keep going until it's right you end up with something that someone else has to redo yeah yeah. Well, I think we should, but in uh, this company, I would never say it was the best car. I mean, there's just too many. I, I mean, Tim is an absolute demon at the detail on these cars. Tim Abbott is also Abbott. exhibiting yeah. uh, uh, one or two cars. Yeah. And, no, uh, I think this guy's old school from Verena and yeah, do uh, I think you can hold your head proud. Yeah, yours yeah. looks yeah. brilliant. Looks great. Really looks in great. the sun, yeah. uh, you know, the, 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 the sun here, the clear skies, it shines and it shows everything. And the car looks great. And I think we wish you the best of luck. Yeah, we do. Thanks and what you've done, on, uh, he's on brought a car back. He's brought it back yeah, from the dead. That's a resurrection. Right. Yeah. A resurrection and that's always good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be using it. Well, the club's coming for a drive tomorrow. <laughs> We're all <laughs> coming for a drive. We're doing a Sunday We're drive tomorrow. Yeah. Come okay. join us. Awesome. Well, Matt, thanks a lot for joining us on the show. Thank you, sir. And uh, we're going to take another walk around and find some more people to chat to. Cool. Cool.
Join me, Paul Ash, in a beautiful soundscape as we explore the world in the Sunday Times Travel Podcast. Find it at sundaytimes.co.za. Welcome back to Cargumentative. We've been strolling out on the lawns, looking at the cars and the people and, uh, you know, everything else that comes with a concourse. And we stumbled into the one and only Stuart Grant. The famous, he's having famous, a bit of a cough. Yes. The famous Stuart Grant. He's yeah. a very busy man because when he's not talking on our podcast, he's presenting on TV yeah. and, he's doing, <laughs> and he's doing the judging. Um, he's one of the judges. Yeah. One of how many judges? Five judges. Five, five on our team and I think four on the others. So yes, probably nine. nine. So Stu Grant, one of one yeah. of nine concourse SA judges. Which yeah. is quite a thing. I mean for them to ask you to be a judge at South Africa's premier concourse means you know mm. your stuff. Stu you know your way stuff. around a banger bit of a car. Um, I don't know if it's quite a thing. Eh? I don't really want to do it. I just do it. Quantify. What, how clean my cars are? No, no, no. It's no, no. Stuart, Stuart. Where do you come um, from? He's going to say where you come from. Yeah. No, no. Bit okay. of background. All I'm going to say is that the mark of a real car person is how many unfinished projects they have. <laughs> yeah. And in that case... Mr. Grant here pretty much takes the cake. I think you're more qualified than almost anyone I know. I How many have, I don't have any unfinished. Yeah. I, I have the, just the Renault is the non-runner at the okay. moment. The rest right. are all running. So things are, all right, the things have improved. But they so. never finished. Oh, well, that's <laughs> yeah. true for everyone here. So. But, but every one of my cars will drive somewhere. The Renault not. Its, it's boot is in, uh, its engine is in my Fiat's boot. I see. As we speak. Okay. Waiting a to get end, fixed for about engines. three months now. So, Stu, I've got a question yeah. for you. I mean, uh, we hear at Concourse SA, which is all yeah. about cars that are like like <coughs> super, super clean, original, mm. the paints, like, you know, yeah. every body panel is the correct shade of silver. Um, <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> you, you, you don't really like that. I mean, like, That's you know, you. I mean, I've known you for a while yeah. and you kind of like a, a, a slightly scratch. Is that well, anti-concourse? I, no, no, it's not anti-concourse. I just like cars that are used. And, um, yeah, good point. So uh, these aren't generally yeah, these so, cars. Some aren't. of them are, yeah. But and and they're not all one silver. Even the best of things that you can find a fault on. Yeah. It's not it's not difficult actually, if you start looking. But yeah, it, it. I'm not for or against it. I just am too lazy to prepare my cars like this. I don't understand how these guys actually. It's a lot of effort for. I mean, it's nuts. For I mean, we were talking about the reward, and maybe maybe the yeah. car goes up in value slightly if it's had an award. Yeah. But yeah, it's more. They do it for the love of doing it, I suppose. For having their cars no, I mean, in the I best think possible some condition. Some guys enjoy that. I mean, yeah, my old do. man probably does. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I take mine to the car wash. <laughs> I mean, the cheap car wash. I mean, I still think like a lot of concourses is basically like a big pissing contest where the guys yeah. have got like a lot of cash and they'll be like, "Well, I'm going to throw more money at mine, so it's cleaner." Yeah. Just yeah, like, I think it's at a funny place now because you, in the 80s, 90s, and you got the Pebble Beach mentality where. To me, that's almost over-restored stuff now, and it encourages mm. non-originality. Even though you might have a, a yellow pen to mark off the, the nuts and bolts for 63 Corvette is this yellow and 64 it's that yellow. Maybe they say, "Oh, that's the original shade" or whatever. But it's, the stuff is better than the factory, 
if you look mm. underneath some of these cars, they, they never looked like that. No, no so, so now we have a problem because now it's coming back to the right look, the right sort of, I don't want to say pattern. So does that, scores, that, does that score against them when you're doing yeah. scoring no, over restoration? What are you looking for as a Yeah, as I mean, there's a, a bit of opinion on that sort of thing because there is a, an authenticity or a... Are we allowed yeah. to go through the judging? Or are we going to? Okay. So let's look here. Color, I mean, first of all, originality. We need 10 mark experts for... Yeah, 20 marks here yeah. so we need the shade is correct that's like no 200 amount. judges if we're going to do that because we don't know if that SL we know because we know where the car came from that that is not the original color okay. but we only know that because of the people we know yeah. so so now if I get harsh and I say okay it's the wrong color they can even say oh it's a period color maybe six cars were built that whatever I have to believe the owner yeah you'd but really have to know your I don't stuff. know if that blue on the step nose alpha because I don't know that car further than today. I don't know that it was maybe cream. Is that sure. so magnificent though? That Alpha. That yeah. step knows Alpha. That Alpha, I think, is one that's going to put up a big surprise. I'm not, I don't know from other judges, but oh. it is flipping good. It's the awesome Alphas, the, there's, there's two Alphas that are good, good, good. Yeah. Anyway. But so, yeah, so, so if the car is too clean underneath, it's just your opinion. As long as I'm consistent and I mark your car for being too clean or too prepared or too chromed or whatever then I and I mark the next one in the same way it doesn't really matter okay um, it, sounds, it sounds to me like a really almost you know you, you're walking a very thin line yeah between you know originality and trust and over restoration and, and, yeah. and, and I wonder if there were know, any marks it's not, diff it's not easy being a judge no it isn't um, you know you, you have to be both fair mm. and yet critical I, mm. I, I find it As the problem I think you can't it, we each if, if it was us five as long as each one of us is consistent, it should all come out in the wash, whatever okay. it is. If I'm judging that Alpha versus that SL versus that 2.7 yeah. in this exactly the same way, and I come to a total of, so the totals on deductions on ours, which also confuses me, but let's say minus 50 out of 200, so that on that one, and I come at minus 40 on the other one. As long as mine lines up, you might come out at minus 80 and minus 30, but, it's but the percentage is the same okay. for your car to car. I've never thought of it as a, as a judging as a, as a team exercise, I suppose. Maybe mm. that's silly, but I, I guess mm. it is. It's not one person's opinion. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of experts and they debate. I think that, I think is there it, debate? I mean, between there, the judges? There is debate and they, they talk about it, but they don't. Um, it's, it's not a team scoring thing. No. I'm still you scoring score mine to mine, yes. but maybe I didn't see the the paint run. Sure. So it's a team thing where you point out something. Okay. Or you oh, say but like, do you though? Are you obliged to point things out? No, if you want to. I don't have to talk oh, to okay. them if I don't want to. So they missed something but that you saw. It's useful well, because, you know. You, you get a better you, you, picture um, overall of the, of yeah, the car. Yeah, you, you don't. You've got 15 minutes. Eh? Yeah. It sounds long, but, you know, no. the owner just starts. Because uh, there is owner interaction somewhere here. It's only two points. So what, like if an owner has a good personality? Yeah. And he's, he's like chatty and he's like... He's well dressed. It depends what they're wearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I would score like minus two. Minus, yeah. yeah. No, but you got your guns out, Tom, so that counts for something. But, um, so those, yeah. yeah, you know, you can lose 10 minutes talking about Tom's guns and you suddenly got five <laughs> minutes of, of no, looking at your car because... Time, and some yeah. of the guys are really passionate, so they do take yeah. that time or they'll show you like it took 
three weeks to get this bitumen off the inside yeah, sure. of the wheel arch. Are there are there some judges that are mark experts on specific brands? Um, I would say yeah, some some of them are. I would uh, sort of a British car, okay, uh, Porsche. Yeah, the European sort of stuff of that period, you know, the seventies. You should probably find, like you were mentioning, like um, a factory spec car, like how clean it would come out the factory. Some mm. marks, I'm sure, would go to extra lengths to prepare their cars yeah. for their customers before delivery. Yeah, well, whereas exactly. others, yeah. I'm thinking maybe the See, Italians that's where it gets wouldn't difficult. really care. You well, know, it's <laughs> exactly that. Like I know that on my Alfa, that thing, yeah, the paint runs in the engine bay. Yeah, exactly. My Alfetta, the wiring harness ran on the right, and there's an Alfetta from the same three months period with the wiring harness on the left. No, you figure. In the Alfa factory. Friday or Monday. (laughs) No, you could find cars in the same production line that some would have brake boosters and and some wouldn't because they'd run out. Well, that's what makes the brand so. Um, passionate, in- inherently passionate, but also difficult <laughs> and, to judge. Uh, you know, <laughs> difficult to judge. Just so all incredible. these, and like Mac was explaining the nuances between mm. the different when they change from one yeah, year to the, the next. And the other thing that we have a problem as an owner, because like I mean, you might go on forums and hear something, yeah, like that they but don't look at me. Like that I think they, that's something um, Thomas would do. He's let's got sunglasses. How can let's you tell? Let's say they, um, <laughs> let's say so the, the chassis tag is is um, screwed on with self tappers. Oh yeah. Like if you look at Merck's, like the six point threes and that, they screwed on. They didn't use. So they weren't um, welded on. Rivets. Oh, okay. So like some oak just needs to say on a forum, Mark, your yep. SL had a riveted chassis plate, and then it becomes a belief thing. to you, and you tell you, and you, and you. Yeah, who's to say? And He's now, the god now of you like God, and I'm yeah. like, I saw an SL with a screwed on ones, yeah. and it was my dad's neighbors that had it his whole life. And so that makes this and then thing the owner so can difficult. get a little bit yeah, that's what antsy. I'm I think it's a thin line. It's really difficult. Yeah, so, it right. so you can actually look at the end result of a Concorde. If, you've, if you're the owner so someone like we spoke to Matt mm. who's done years of research on his car and he looks and, and he just basically ignores the judgment on his car and goes well they didn't know enough about it do you know what I mean yeah so it kind of dilutes the well they can but um, I, mean, I haven't seen it so far it's actually been like that blue alpha he was here a lot, well I don't know uh, the other, yeah, last year we were, yeah, yeah he was yeah. here last year and like there were things like pointed out, like stupid things, like if you're using Worth hose clamps yeah. on an Alpha instead of those like pretty things with the screw in oh, and yeah, that. Yeah. So he's changed them. So like he's come back. So it's just how oh, the, prepared, how the yeah. guy takes it. Oh, and we're not, we're not invincible either. So if they say, like, actually talking bull, like that's cool. Like next true, year yeah. I'll remember, you know. And so it's a, it benefits both sides, I think. I don't want to think of it as an increase in value. Exercise is not Pebble Beach like that yeah. um, I think that's wrong as well well I think it does that I think it's still very respectable that you've been approached to judge it obviously means something yeah. of your character your moral fiber <laughs> moral your yeah. knowledge your know-how yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's quite a I'm calling into yeah. my car next year you say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, which one why don't they they start well, a Concorde you know Le Mans Le Mans yeah, yeah. yeah. oh like they had Le Mans they had the yeah. um, concourse or the, the show of the unexceptional yeah. well they should have it on the same day yeah. on the lawns across, not on the lawns on the dirt across the road oh, yeah. 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 on the windswept yeah do you have like on the dead Kikuyu grass plains did you see the barn find 
Well, as well. Yeah, yes. beautiful. Did you see it uses the same handbrake as my Reno? <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> it's What's it a brick? <laughs> I was going to say a brick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good one. Okay. Well, no, man, Concourse cool. to Lemons is a great idea. It is a good idea. I enjoyed idea. it. So. We should Beautiful. set it up I with think, the, uh, the organizers. The fruits could maybe organize the <laughs> yeah. lemons. Organize we the could, lemons. absolutely. Poor yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Stu, thanks a lot for joining us on the show. Yeah. And, uh, good thanks. luck out there judging. And uh, hope you guys have fun. It's only took longer because I've got to go on Ignition TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to force you to go on TV so, now. Um, He's no. ready. He's ready. <laughs> we want you to uh, expose yourself as much as you can, not in, not in a lewd way. Yeah. In a sexual yeah. way. But yeah. a, you are uh, South African motoring connoisseur. Yeah. You're, you're South African motoring gold. I mean, you, yeah. if, if oh. you're approached to do this kind of stuff. Yeah, for free. It's a big deal. Uh, for free. For free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's us signing off from out in the field. Thank you for joining us yeah. on uh, this special installment of Cargumentative. And we'll be back with another one next week, guys. Indeed. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Ciao.